Hi guys, welcome to the By Maddie Marie podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Marie, obviously. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy Taco Tuesday. I have missed our Tuesdays together, bro. It's been a minute. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Last week I apologized to y'all because I decided to take a hiatus out of selfish insecurity. We're back, babe. We're feeling good. We're ready to rumble. So this week, here's kind of the outline. We're going to catch up. And our topic this week is navigating change. So under that, we're going to talk about what I have done this year that has been helpful navigating change, what's been hurtful, and how I've managed to literally be the happiest I've ever been in my entire life for the last 10 months. Because this entire year has been navigating change, bro. The winds of change are friggin' blowing. And then... We're going to talk about cultivating positivity and owning your own life because obviously the forever ago episode I did might not have been your fault, but it is your problem, babe. Own your shit. So let's catch up. What did y'all do this weekend? Because I murdered my body. I ran three miles uh, Saturday and if you know me, you know I hate running with a frigging passion but I did it do I hurt from that Uh, yeah immediately yes I do but I did it and I was proud of myself so we ran I also swam two miles on Sunday which murdered my back bro I didn't realize how freaking straining it was on literally every single muscle in your body however I did the two miles and I'm proud of myself because a lot of people told me that I was gonna fail so we did it and we did it struggling because (laughs) it was salsa Saturday you know we had a little bit of fun so it was fun I decided that I'm gonna race in an Ironman next year And if you don't know what an Ironman is, because when I agreed to do this, I did not. But I made the commitment, so we're doing it. An Ironman is a 2.4-mile swim into a 112-mile bike ride into a 26.2-mile run. So essentially, it's all cardio, and homegirl doesn't like that. But we're going to do it. So next year, there's a half one. There's a half Ironman in May so I'm gonna start there and then there's a full Ironman in November so we have over a year to prep for this dude I think we're gonna be rocking we'll be solid when it gets there so I just decided randomly that this weekend this past weekend I was when I'm starting my training someone needs to teach me how to eat healthy don't get me wrong I've been better but I need to learn how to incorporate eating into a 112-mile bike ride and a 26-mile run. Are you joking? That sounds insanity. Anyways, I... Y'all know I love Instagram. Okay, you already know I am scrolling that shit all day. So, I love 
Seeing who follows who. And this is so freaking weird. <laughs> I don't know. But like I'll click into a, an account and it could be like a small brand or like a local coffee shop or I don't know, like random shit, okay? And I just love seeing followed by so-and-so. Or like people who you have no idea how they're connected following each other blows my mind and it's my favorite thing ever. Especially when it's something you don't expect. Like if you go on Instagram, like the the reason this even came into my brain is because I followed this fitness influencer and she like is a badass, right? I have no idea who it was. I cannot remember for the life of me. But she's hot. She's posting hot content. Whatever. And there's like a bunch of these dudes that, <laughs> that I know following homegirl. And I'm just like, oh, if they clicked on a dude fitness influencer, I would be there. So it just cracks me up to see who is following you. So pay attention to that. And especially like there's one that was political that I followed. And I could see who else was <laughs> was following it. And some of it just blows my mind. But honestly, I look forward to it. So, you're never safe out there, y'all. Anyways, the music I'm listening to lately, I'm still obsessing over Russ's new album, like, hardcore. I am still listening to the whole thing. So, strongly recommend it. Also, Zach Bryan came out with a new album, and it's making me depressed a little bit. It's, like, kind of pulling my heart out of my chest. But that's okay. It's really good. Also, let's just chat because I was talking to my brother uh, like a week and a half ago. It's been a minute. Anyways, he's got a cute girlfriend. I love her. We hang out all the time together because I force myself into their plans. And that's a lie. I don't. (laughs) I get to see them every other weekend when I'm lonely. And they're just cute, okay? And my brother called me and he's like, I just, it was like 7.30 in the morning, and he's like, yeah, I just brought my girlfriend some flowers and donuts. What the fuck? (laughs) What's a girl gotta do to get some flowers, bro? What's a girl gotta do to get some flowers? Okay, none of this, none of this traditional dating behavior exists normally in society anymore, and I'm over it. I know that I was not single for a very long time, but now that I am single, I'm recognizing how jacked up this system is. We need to talk about it. What's a a girl got to do to get some damn flowers? I love Trader Joe's, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to drive my ass up there and buy myself flowers. Whatever. I think I might go buy myself flowers tomorrow. (laughs) Anyways whatever i'm just salty about it because my brother told me that and i was like wow i'm single single i am single (laughs) anyways (laughs) moving on so we're gonna talk about navigating change because my entire life got flipped upside down i changed basically everything about it this year so let's chit chat about it first of all these are the things that have helped me One, I started asking myself, does this support the life that I want to live? And I started asking that 
in regards to basically everything. This went from the things I was pursuing, like, creatively. This went to who I spend my time with. Do the people that you spend your time with add value to your life? Do you feel drained? We talk about this every episode, but you truly have to audit your surroundings consistently. You have to recognize what is good for you and what's bad for you. You truly have to build your self-awareness from the ground up when you're starting something that's going to change your life. And change is always going to be uncomfortable. And that's how you know it's going to be good. Nothing amazing is going to come from your comfort zone. I've said this a million times before, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Nothing amazing is going to come from your comfort zone. If you're not a little bit uncomfy, you're playing it too safe. You need to start taking risks. Because especially when your life is changing... You cannot continue to live in the same habits that you have been. Otherwise, it's just a toxic, vicious cycle of the same shit you don't like. So I just started asking myself, truly on all the decisions that I make, is does this support the life that I want to live? And I'll catch myself oftentimes scrolling social media, watching TV, driving around freaking aimlessly like I don't know I'll find myself doing random things and I'm like why am I even doing this this is a waste of my time this is ruining the day I'm losing precious daylight by twiddling my thumbs and something that's helped me with that is structuring my week And if you know me, you know that I live, like, my Google Calendar is basically Bible. If it's not in there, it is not happening. And if you make it to the Google Calendar, if an event makes it to the Google Calendar, you've made it. It is there. We're doing it. It's set in stone, basically. So I started structuring my week and prioritizing health into that structure because I used to be a pretty unhealthy eater. We're going to get a little personal here, so buckle up, bro. I have... Whoa, my voice said, no, you're not, bitch. Anyways, I had a really hard time eating food. (laughs) I would not, like, think to feed myself before I would feed the people who were around me. And it was really bad for a while. I look back at pictures, even from last year, and I'm like, girl, how were you surviving? You are a simple stick. And I know I'm small, and I've struggled with that for a long time. I could never gain weight. So I have gained weight this year, and I'm actually so proud of myself. Prioritizing my health has had to be scheduled. I schedule when I go to the gym which is literally game-changing. I have to do that for a couple reasons. Romy's kid care has to be scheduled, rightfully so. So that helps me stay accountable because it's scheduled. Romy has to be there on time or or they will charge me. That was really difficult to spit out. And I have to pick her up at a certain time or they'll charge me. So I scheduling it in, having it in the calendar, knowing when I need to be where, 
then I can also plan when we're going to eat, what we're going to eat. And that has really helped my relationship with food because I've been able to meal prep, which is game changing because no one likes to do freaking three meals worth of dishes every single day of their life. That's no bueno. So meal prepping has also been part of my structuring of my week. All of the structuring really comes from Sunday. And I'm just going to give you a breakdown of my little outline that I like to follow. Because if my Sunday reset does not fully ensue, my week is basically in shambles. That's dramatic, but the vibe is there, you know? So it depends on the weekend because every other weekend, Romy's with her dad, right? So everything changes week to week. But generally speaking, breakfast first. I On the weekends, I have Romy. We do crepes. It's our favorite part of the day. And that is just a fun... The first few hours of my Sunday when I do have Romy are just intentional playtime. We go on a walk and get some sunshine. We have breakfast. And... We would just play together. It is like technology-free zone, and we have fun. And then we've got lunchtime and quiet time on the weekends that I have her. And those honestly are pretty quick and chill. Then we deep clean. We deep clean everything. You clean your bathroom. You clean your kitchen. You clean the floors. You put away your laundry. You do your laundry. All the stuff, okay? You're going to deep clean everything. Your environment is a direct reflection of your mental state, okay? You've seen it on TikTok. You've seen it on social media. Your depression room clearly is labeled that for a reason. It's a disaster. What's going on in your brain? All the clutter. My brain can't think in that. So I like to start the week with a clean house, apartment, okay? So clean up, deep clean. Actually start with it deeply clean. Don't just pick things up. Um, and then I'll meal prep and I will grab my calendar and I will plan my week down to like the hour. What are we doing from when we wake up to when we go to bed? I know this sounds insane, but it is helpful. <laughs> I promise. So that's just basically an outline of when I'm working this week, when Romy has um, time with her dad this week, what we're doing before and after that when we're going to the gym and what we're eating so it's a rough outline of what we're doing and then i go into the week having a game plan so we're not twiddling our thumbs and providing structure is top tier importance when you're raising a small human because they thrive on routine so i like to keep it pretty consistent week to week our week generally looks the same we do the same things on the same days and that's what works for us. If that doesn't work for you, bruh, do whatever does. It is your life. So structuring my week truly happens every week. Otherwise, I'm losing my marbles. So that's something that has really helped me. And it just keeps me in order. It keeps my days in track. You know, I know what's going on. The next thing that has helped me is doing some self-care solo date nights. And I've gotten some weird looks when I tell people I like to do things by myself. But hear me out. I, it's been a long time 
since I've done things by myself. This year has been the first time that I've actually taken myself out to do things ever. And, I mean, I've done more. I take myself out more than I was ever taken out by someone else, right? Because I'm always there for me. You're always there for you. You have to prioritize yourself because you're always going to be there. So my favorite self-care day is a sunset watching, okay? It's glorious. I will take a book. I will fold down the seats in my car. I will put pillows back there. I'll fill it with blankets. And I will go to a fun little lookout. And I'll bring a book. I'll bring my laptop if I want to watch a show. The summer I turned pretty was prime time sunset watching show. So if you need something to do... I strongly recommend you go watch the sunset. I like to just lay there and relax sometimes. Think about the everything that's going on and just unwind. It's nice. It's relaxing. Prioritizing your self-care needs to be more normalized, especially when you do it by yourself. I, for a while this year... I didn't do that. I would stay at home and I would just sulk about the fact that I was lonely and about the fact that I didn't want to do plan to make plans. I didn't want to do things that I was potentially being invited to do. Anyways, prioritize yourself. Take yourself out. I love also going to the movies and it's a top tier experience by yourself because then you don't have to worry about someone talking to you. Trust me, I love movie dates, right? I'm always down to go with you to a movie if you need someone to go with you. But it's also a prime time to do by yourself. It's dark in there. No one's going to make fun of you. You're solid. So strongly recommend it. Take yourself out. I shoot for once a month. Sometimes twice a month. Depends on what we've got going on. But you should schedule it in at least once a month. The last thing that's helping is you truly just have to embrace that life changes. You have to accept the fact that there's seasons you're going to go through. It really is a roller coaster of ups and downs, of seasons and chapters. Chapters close, people leave, people pass away, life changes, and you really never know what's going to happen. That is kind of what really shifted me this year is you never know what is going to happen. I had someone really close to the family pass away a couple of years ago. And, like, the whole situation was just a lot of drama, okay? Anyways, it rocked my shit, dude. I was, like, mind blown. And I didn't really get to grieve it when it happened just because of the whole situation. And... So I've kind of taken some time to think about that. And you never know. You never know what people are going through. You never know what someone's going to do. You never know what's going to accidentally happen to you. You never know what's going to, like, someone's going to purposely do to you. You never know people's intentions. Anyways, that was kind of a tangent. I, life is a lot more precious than people make it out to be, which is really sad because we spend so much time I spent a lot of time worrying about the outcome of certain situations, about the outcome of relationships, about everything, and I think I'm to the point where I can embrace, you know, the shitstorm that's coming my way, 
And you truly just have to accept that things change. People leave, people go, life changes, circumstances change. You have to move, you have to stay where you are. Everything you is uncertain. So why are you going to purposely make it harder on yourself? That's a waste of time. Now we're going to talk about what not to do. And this is short and sweet. You need to stop staying in your old patterns and habits. That's the definition of insanity. If you want something to be different and you continue to act the same way, if you continue to spend time with the same people and doing the same things, if you don't change your habits and routines, nothing's going to change. So stop sticking. And you know me. I love my routines, dude. I love it. But you have to be flexible in the same sense. I am, I'm, I'm obviously a big advocate for routines, but you really do have to be able to just mold with what is coming your way. So especially in the season of change, you just have to be able to adapt and you have to be mentally prepared to adapt to anything. If you are, kudos to you, you're freaking badass. And the last thing not to do is stop conceding to be a victim. The things that are happening in your life are your fault. And honestly, society has pivoted to catering to so many people, so many types of people. And it's honestly insane. Everything that's happening in your life is your fault. You have set yourself up to be in situations where shit happens to you whether you like it or not it is like i said in an episode forever ago it might not have been your fault you might not have caused the specific consequence that you're dealing with but it is your problem especially if you're dealing with it if you're around someone dealing with it and you choose to take it on that's also your fault so i think we need to stray from the victim mindset completely as a society But that's not going to happen if people don't start to individually do that themselves. Really be intentional this week while you're going through the motions and notice what you blame on everyone else. Oh, I couldn't get into work on time because there was so much traffic. No, you couldn't get to work on time because you left late or you didn't account for the fact that you drive during rush hour or you didn't map your way into work and you didn't recognize that I don't know, the road was closed that you usually take. You have to actively be intentional with planning and intentional with where you're directing your energy. Stop playing the victim. Own your shit. Now we're going to talk about cultivating positivity because that has been a big part of my life this year. I used to be so sad. I struggled with postpartum depression for a long time. And I never got the help that I should have from that because of the situation I was in. So this year, we've been healing. We've been healing the whole shebang. And I have been so happy. I've been happier than I have ever been in my life. And here's how we're going to do it. You are simply going to have to stop worrying I know, that's the most cliche thing that you have ever heard, but it's so effing true. 
I used to chronically overthink. I was a hardcore people pleaser. And it was honestly, I never thought of my, like, it's hard, dude. It's hard. (laughs) You just have to stop worrying. I would create problems in my brain out of scenarios that hadn't even happened yet. And I know everyone does it. Don't even try and act like you don't overthink certain things. But you have to train your brain. You First off, you train your brain to overthink. Whether that's because you had to growing up or because you're choosing to now. Whatever. You event At one time or another, you had to train your brain to overthink. So you have to train it to not do that. You have to train it to stop overthinking. And you have to train yourself to not worry about it. One thing that really helped me was if you're not going to be dealing with the repercussions in five years stop spending more than five minutes overthinking it you can give it your energy for five minutes but if you are not going to be dealing with the repercussions like if it's a stupid conversation you're worried about having if honestly people are just indecisive people are indecisive and that leads to a lot of overthinking you need to start trusting yourself and stop putting so much pressure on yourself I feel like especially in the culture that I grew up in you need to have your life planned by the time you're 22 which is literally insane I'm a 22 year old single mom okay I don't know (laughs) what like It's impossible to know what's going to happen 10, 20, 50 years from now, let alone you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. So much for having your whole life plan. That's bullshit. You need to stop worrying about what you're going to regret and what you're not. If you aligned your actions with the very first bullet point that I talked about today, does this support the life that I want? You should not regret it. I can honestly look at anyone in the eyes and say I do not regret a single decision that has been made to lead me to where I am right now I don't I'm grateful for everything that I have been through especially the past five years to because I'm here I am where I am right now I have the mindset that I have right now because of it and I have the the support system around me because of it and what's meant to be will be I'm a strong believer and what is meant to be will be. The universe wants you to win. Whether you believe in a higher power or not, I do. And I call it the universe, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. <laughs> the universe wants you to win. And if you continue to self-sabotage yourself, it's going to stop giving you the opportunities that you're going to need to win. So I do like to remind myself a lot if you will not be dealing with the repercussions of something in five years that you're worrying about stop spending more than five minutes giving it energy it's not worth it just relax take a step back breathe everything will work out and just to touch again on self-sabotaging this goes back to cultivating the positive habits that are needed to succeed and self-sabotaging gets the best of everybody dude the last two weeks i have been in the weirdest funk and we're pulling out we are scraping by we're pulling out of it we are happy still to be alive 
and you need to just start analyzing where you are putting your time if you are spending time with people who you like look at their decisions and you're thinking what the heck are they thinking bro you're spending time with them change who you're spending time with you'll have new perspectives if you do that and having healthy boundaries is the last way you're going to cultivate positivity if you are constantly allowing the things that are negative into your life you will continue to see negativity that goes for boundaries with yourself how do you talk to yourself how do you spend your time that goes with boundaries that you have for your family what do you tolerate from them what do you not um you know what's the norm with you guys what boundaries are you going to uphold and that goes for boundaries that you have with new people new friends old friends anybody there is no reason to keep someone in your life simply because of time if you have known them a certain amount of time that is not binding i know we like to think it is because time is powerful but it's not if they make you feel like shit walk away from it or set up healthy boundaries and if you notice that person not coming around anymore it's because you're no longer of use to them because you now have boundaries so that is the last thing that you're going to do to cultivate positivity start enforcing and having and upholding boundaries and i hope you learned something from this i'm sorry i went on 14 different tangents but we survived it and i will be back next taco tuesday love you thank you so much for listening tune in next week for more of the by maddie marie podcast as always please drop a five-star review and all my socials and my blog are linked in the description I'll talk to you guys next week and have the best Taco Tuesday.